Hey, everybody. Welcome back to TG2. It's Newtson. And today, we've got a few clubs to review, as we always do. Uh, but before we get into that, I just want to let you know this episode is brought to you by Titleist, new Tour Speed Golf Ball. Uh, if you haven't hit the Tour Speed, it's a great golf ball. It definitely has some serious speed at the top of the bag. Uh, I played with it for uh, I played with it a few weeks ago, uh, maybe a month ago, but uh, right before it came out. But uh, it, it definitely I mean speed's super important uh, when it comes to golf ball performance. But you don't want to sacrifice, uh, you know, control around the green. It's just you know you don't want to have one without the other. And uh, the new Titleist uh, Tour Speed's got a great three-piece thermoplastic urethane cover. Uh, gives you a great distance, uh, but it still gives you you know precise short game control. So um, you know the fastest ball in their class uh, or in its class. And uh, you know if you're gonna get Tour Speed, get it or get left behind. And uh, like I said, I hit it, and uh, it definitely has uh, some some speed at the top of the bag. Uh, it actually feels really soft, too, off, off all the driver, fairway, long irons, all that. Um, and then the short game is, uh, is is really good. I mean, it's, you know, we'll, we'll be honest here. We're, it's not a Pro V1 in terms of, of that spin, but it's got a ton of consistency uh, and good spin around, spin around the green for uh, for the ball that, that, you know, that it is. So, um, but yeah, if you are uh, looking for something with a little more distance but still uh, gives you some control, check out uh, Tour Speed from Titleist. Uh, it's 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 a great ball. So, um, yeah, it was uh, it was an an interesting week. I uh, you know I, I went had my my league on Thursday, which was interesting because up here uh, last week Thursday was crazy nice. It was like seventy five, you know, a little breeze, but I mean it was like a perfect day. And my league is technically done. But we'd still have, I mean, there's a bunch of us who still just want to play golf. So we have a bunch of tee times that are just, you know, set for us that the course just did. So we're like continuing to kind of play, quote unquote. It was a weird year with league anyway. I mean, we didn't really, we didn't keep score. We didn't keep points. We didn't, we didn't really do, you know, the league stuff. It was basically just uh, a bunch of guys going out and playing golf, which, which was fine. Cause I think, uh, you know, the beginning of the year, there was a, a, a little, a little time when, when a lot of us probably thought, you know, when is golf even going to be able to be played? Are we going to be able to play much at all this year? So just to get out and play was was great. But uh, when I played, only four guys showed up on a day when it was like 70-something degrees. It was like the perfect day and nobody showed up. And I'm like, what else do you have to do on a Thursday? Because I'm pretty sure the Thursday night football game that night was not great. Um, it was just weird that uh, nobody showed up. But we went out. We, we had a good time. We played. I don't know. We usually play nine holes. We, we played a few more. Uh, we got stuck behind kind of a group that was just, it was a, a league that was playing the front nine. We were playing the back. And then, you know, when you make the turn from both holes, you, you go by the 10th hole. And I was sitting there the whole time we were coming up 18. And I was just like, oh, man, I hope they don't make the turn. I hope they don't make the turn. And they unfortunately made the turn. And they were on the tee box forever, it seemed like. There was no one in front of them. And they were, you know, they were more concerned with flagging down the cart girl and, you know, getting shots and drinks than they were actually playing. And, uh, yeah, it was just, uh, we, we only got a couple holes in after that cause it was pretty slow, but, uh, but no, it was, uh, it was, it was a good night. I didn't, I didn't shoot well, but again, I'm, I'm in this thing where I'm hitting some good shots. I'm just like, just slightly missing targets, but I'm missing targets in the absolute worst spots. And it's not like, you know, I know people probably think like, oh, we'll stop going after that tucked pin and stop going after that, whatever. Like, why are you taking that line off the tee? Like, I'm not even. Like, I'm, I'm looking center greens. I'm not even trying to take aggressive lines or anything like that. 
It's just that when you have a two-way miss going, it's really tough to figure out where your bailout is. <laughs> and right now my bailout is all over the course. But it seems like every hole, I'm going to hit it. And when I miss the green, which is frequent, it's always like short-sided or like, you know, just in spots like, you know, behind a tree where you need, you know, or you're next to a tree, but you need some loft. Well, you can't hit it high. There's, you know, branches there and all this stuff. There's just, it's so much stuff. I'm just hitting into the worst places. Um, And then off the tee, same thing. I'm just hitting it like perfectly behind trees where you just have no shot at the green or, you know, your, your best shot is to just smack it into the greenside bunker, which I don't necessarily mind. I mean, I, my, my bunker game is, is actually decent, but, uh, you know, it's just stuff like that, that I'm just, you know, I, I'm just so, I'm just off by a little bit and it's absolutely killing me. Um, you know, like I'll give you an example. I, I, I hit what I thought was a great shot. We were so we were playing, it was the, it's the third hole for us, which is hole like 12, it's just par three, and it comes back from where 11 is. So 11, a lot of times is like, you know, if it's downwind, then 12 is into the wind. And I, and it was into the wind, the pin was in the back left. And I was like, all right, just go from the middle of the green, pins in the back, winds in, into us. And I can't remember what I lasered it at. It was like one, I think it was 162 or something like that. I was like, okay, fine. Winds into us. I'm going to hit kind of a, a, a choke down six iron. My six iron's my kind of one seventy ish club. And I was like, seven iron's just not gonna get there. And I of course flush the six iron and it kind of draws. So it's kind of going right at the pin. And the pin's tuck left. So I was like, that's you know, that which is fine. Like I said, I was going from middle of the green. But it went like crazy long. It hit the like barely hit the green, bounced into the bunker behind the green. And the bunker behind the green is never used. It's never raked. It's in the the, the shade of these like, pine trees because there's pine trees behind there to save you from blasting it into a condo if you thin it. And it was just absolute concrete. And I'm still loving the Vokey wedges, but I mean, I would have needed a wedge with honestly zero degrees of bounce. So I, I basically tried to just kind of pick this ball out. Um, and, you know, out of a bunker, I, I, I hit behind it, club bounced up, bladed the ball out, knocked it into the front of the green in the rough, you know, front right or, well, front left, if you're looking at the green from the front. And I actually hit a great shot from there, a little 60-degree up and over to, like, maybe five feet and made the putt, so I saved a bogey. But I went back, and I threw my ball back down in, in a similar spot, and I was like, all right, I'm going to just get so steep on this thing and hit down on it as hard as I can and see if I can actually get it out, you know, tr- you know, out of the bunker and onto the green. Exact same thing happened. Now, I mean, I was better. I, I kept the ball in the green, but it was literally you know, three inches from the fringe on the front of the green. Uh, it was just impossible. The stuff, the, 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 you know, I hit into a bunker that was concrete. It was brutal. So, um, you know, stuff like that. I just, I, you know, I hit a shot into the par five where I, I missed the green left, but it was on the downslope of, of a hill and the pin was over on the left. So I had no hope. And I, I, I mean, the guy, one of the guys I'm playing with, my, you know, this guy, Bill, he looked at it and he was just like, man, good luck. And I was like, dude, I'm like, if I can hit this to 20 feet, I'm going to be jumping up and down for joy. And I didn't. I hit it, and it rolled off the front of the green. And it was, I mean, it was just stuff like that. I just, you know, there was no, just never hit shots into the spots that I needed to hit it. And it wasn't like I was hitting terrible shots. It just, you know, I'd hit it just a little right or left. And uh, it's been going with me for a few weeks. So uh, hopefully I can uh, can can fix that because I'm playing tomorrow league. Uh, I'm playing Friday, and I'm playing Sunday. So we got uh, a lot of golf uh, on the horizon, which is uh, which is good though. I'm I'm, I'm excited. I uh, got a few things to to you know test out during that time, which will be awesome. 
but uh, this week, took a few things out. Uh, I know Johnny Wonder, I think a week ago or so, maybe is it maybe two now? I don't even know. But he does his little Friday uh, Friday question, well, question and answer sessions on uh, and Instagram. Um, I'm going to start doing more of them uh, on, on my Instagram, at TG2WRX. I did one, I think it was last week, and I, I got a couple questions, a handful, but nothing crazy. Uh, but I'm going to start doing it more and more. But uh, anyway, somebody asked about uh, Mizuno's new wedge, the ES series, ES21. And uh, Johnny hadn't hit it yet, and he asked, and he asked, uh, asked, or he put in his little answer that maybe I had. And at the time, I, I hadn't. We, uh, we got him into the office. Uh, we got the ES21 and then the 21 with a wide sole, so they make two. And we got him into the office for photos and stuff, so I took all the pictures. But I, I hadn't done anything else with them. I just, that was it. So they were, uh, they were there for my, my, my use if I wanted, but I just, I just didn't grab them. Um, so I was like, all right, I'll take them out and play them. I mean, if people are interested in it, let's go. I'm like, I, I, I personally wasn't real interested. Um, I don't love the look of them. Uh, you know, typically Mizuno, you know, for irons, wedges, all that. I mean, you typically, you know, I, I, I've always liked what Mizuno's done. I mean, they, you know, their players clubs especially uh, have always looked really good. And even some of their, you know, like, you know, the, the hot metal the hot metal stuff, uh, the JPXA 919 hot metals and stuff like that have looked really good too. And these just have a very different shape to them. Uh, they're extremely chunky. And I know it, they're just kind of, they're just not what I think everybody expects from Mizuno. I mean, Mizuno also does make for their wedges. They make the T20, uh, which is their traditional uh, single piece forged uh, wedge and which is a great looking wedge. Uh, I haven't actually hit one of those. Uh, they didn't, I don't think they ever sent one into to the office, but uh, I, I saw them and they looked really phenomenal. Um, you know, just traditional shape, one piece forging, all that. And the ES21 is not that. It's a it's a multi-piece uh, wedge that's meant to be very forgiving, very consistent, but it's it's meant for somebody who's looking for a little wedge help. And, I mean, they, they say that, you know, it's for elite players to, you know, to super game improvement type players as well. But either way, uh, it's got a... It's got a different look. Uh, the toe is extremely high. Uh, it's very sharp. It comes to a kind of a point. And it's just got a different shape. The leading edge is a little more rounded. Um, it almost looks like it has like a hair of offset to or, you know, it's got a little offset to it. And, you know, when I saw it, it was just kind of like, okay, whatever. I'm not, you know, it's not it's just not something that I'm super interested in, which is fine. I mean, every, you know, everybody kind of has their looks when it comes to clubs and, you know, this one just didn't fit my eye. So whatever. Uh, I took all the photos for it and, uh, and that was it. So I was like, all right, you know, somebody asked about it. Let's take it out and play it. You know, it's sitting here in the office. Let's go. And, I really had a, a really low expectations for this wedge, just knowing what it was, you know, being multiple pieces and all that. And I'm just like, this is not what Mizuno does. So, you know, let's just go take it. But, you know, I didn't have a whole lot of expectations. I thought it was going to be kind of loud and clunky and just, you know, I, I just didn't think it was going to be a great wedge that, that I would like. Um, and to be honest, I don't like the look, you know, I mean, the, the finish is awesome. Like the gloss black, uh, cause the face is all milled. So it doesn't really reflect light. So you don't get, you know, if it was, if the whole wedge was done, like the back of it, which is super high gloss, super polished, you'd have a ton of glare, but the front the face of it, uh, it's got kind of the, the gray section where the grooves are, that's all milled, but the whole face is milled. So there's no, you know, there's no real glare off it. It's more of a matte finish, which is great. Um, but when you set it down, it just, you know, it's, it's not my look, but anyway, um, if you look at it, their big thing with this wedge is that it's got the, 
kind of a centralized uh, center of gravity. So the center of gravity is like dead center of the club. Uh, it's not, I guess, with other wedges, the, the center of gravity tends to be a little lower, a little towards the heel, whatever. The way they design this one, it's, it's basically absolute dead center uh, of the club face. So when you hit it center, uh, it, you, know, you get more, uh, more consistent spin, and it's easier to uh, you know, uh, close the face or you know, square the face up at impact. So as you, as you rotate the club back through, it should be easier to square it up and hit more consistent shots. So that's the whole theory behind it. Uh, it's basically the the face is is the face and hosels one section and then the back of the club which has a bunch of weight out near the toe uh, when you know there's pictures of it if you go to you know mizunogolf.com and you, you look at it there's photos of it where uh, the back and the face are separate and the, the back's got kind of a, a big section of the toe where there seems to be weight and then it's a little more hollow down near the heel um, but and the weight actually it actually is like where the dead little center mark is it actually, the weight starts kind of to the, the toe side of that. So it's like there's not even like a mass underneath the dead center, which is interesting. But, um, but yeah, it's supposed to basically, you know, help you square the club up, be more consistent, and offer more consistent spin. So, I, like I said, being multi-piece, I wasn't super excited, but I took it out. So I took it out, uh, you know, one Thursday night. Uh, or actually, I took it out of the range uh, before. Uh, I went with Wednesday with my buddy Drew. Brought a bunch of clubs out we were hitting, and uh, and the, so I, I pulled it out, and I kind of showed him the wedge, and, you know, hey, there it is. And the first shots I hit, which were, you know, off a mat, so it's not great, but you get a, a decent, you know, idea of feel with it. I was shocked at how soft it was. I thought this thing was going to clank or make some loud noise or whatever because it was hollow, and it didn't. It was extremely soft. Uh, I was actually really, really shocked at how, how good it felt. Um, it almost is like borderline too soft. Like if you play like a chrome soft type ball, um, you might actually say I would, wouldn't mind it being a hair firmer to get some more responsiveness out of it, you know, to say, did I hit it low? Did I hit it off the heel, off the toe? Um, but it's extremely soft. Uh, I, w- I was really shocked at, uh, at, at how good that felt. I mean, just, you know, when you hit that thing flush, it just kind of had this little thud and, you know, you just felt the ball. You could still feel the ball kind of compress. It was uh, actually really nice hitting it, and I was, I was pretty shocked. You know, in terms of squaring it up on full shots, uh, I didn't notice a huge thing, especially at the range. It was, you know, it was kind of, an, you know, in terms of dispersion, pretty similar to, to say, my Vokies or the Clevelands or my Bettinardis. There wasn't a ton of, uh, ton of difference there. Uh, in terms of softness, I think these are right with the Bettinardis. I would say they're uh, probably, you know, some of the softer wedges that uh, that I've hit out there, um, but they you know they flew high. Uh, I you know I, I with that center of gravity being a little higher, I, I, I might have expected them to fly a touch lower, but uh, they flew pretty high. And you know you could hit a bunch of different shots. You could flight them down. Uh, you couldn't flight them down as well as say like you know for me at least I couldn't flight them down as much as like say a Voki or something like that. But um, you know they they were easy to to hit. They were pretty forgiving. I mean, when you did hit it off the hit it off the toe, which is you know for a wedge, my my miss, uh, hit it off the toe. You still got some good carry out of it. I think there's some spring to that face that that does give you some forgiveness, and you did carry a little farther uh, than than a traditional one piece forge wedge. So if you're somebody who, you know, like me on on full shots especially, you, you may not hit the center of the club face a lot. Uh, I noticed you did get a little more, uh, you know, a little more carry out of that. And dispersion was actually really good. I mean, I think with that mass being moved around, since it's not a one-piece wedge, you do get some forgiveness out of it because, you know, hitting that thing, like I said, when you hit it off the toe, uh, you did probably hold your line better than a traditional wedge. It was just, uh, 
Um, you know, the things I noticed out on the range, it was, like I said, a pretty pleasant hit. I was, I was pretty shocked. Um, and then I took it to the course uh, after that, the next day, took it that Thursday, took it out to the, uh, my, uh, took it out to the league. Uh, I think I played 18 with it later on. But, um, yeah, so I took it out there. And, again, you know, same thing. Even, even you know, off, off, off grass, all there. I went to the short game area uh, and just hit kind of a bunch of different shots, you know, around the green, whether they were kind of, uh, you know, little chips off the tight lies, you know, trying to kind of hit a little more of an open face shot out of some rough, whatever. Um, and I didn't take out the, the wide sole. I just took out the regular one. So the wide sole I'm going to assume is going to be phenomenal out of the bunker. I mean, it's going to be promoted more for the, you know, the more game improvement type player who's looking for some more added forgiveness and all that. I'm going to assume it's going to be phenomenal out of the bunker. Uh, and it's going to let you get away with hitting something, maybe just a hair fat because that wider sole is just going to kind of, uh, kind of float across the the grass a little easier than the standard one. But the, the, the sole and the, uh, on the regular ES21 is, is is fairly wide. I mean, it's got some some toe and heel relief, uh, some trailing edge relief. Uh, it's kind of got like a, a mini kind of C-grind-ish looking thing, but it's it definitely has some relief, but it's a wider sole. Um, but around the green, uh, it, it worked great. I'd, I'd say the only, the you know, out of the rough, it was phenomenal. Uh, when you open the face, it, it had enough bounce where you could kind of, you know, knock the thing into the turf and it would kind of bounce that ball up. It was easy to hit, you know, those shots uh, off the, uh, out of rough. I, I would say the only place that I kind of struggled a little bit with it was if you were trying to hit, you know, a, a, off a, if you were trying to open the face a little bit off a tight lie, which I don't think the intended audience for this wedge, that's a big concern of theirs. I think most of the people who are going to play this wedge or the wide sole are going to play it square to the target, which when you did that, it was, it was fine. And it was nice because that, I mean, that, that, that beveled sole, you could put a little forward press in it uh, and pick it off a tight lie pretty easily. Uh, you could, you know, play it back to square and, you know, put a little more loft in the shot. Uh, you know, both shots were pretty easy. Like I said, the only shot that I, I really felt like I really kind of had to concentrate or really kind of struggled with with this wedge was that, you know, open face off a tight lie, which I'll even admit, uh, you know, with, with the D grind in my Vokies is is kind of a tougher shot as well because, the the you know, there's a lot of bounce. And, and for me, I play a lot of bounce, and if it's tight, that leading edge is going to be off the ground. And, you know, that's just kind of what it is. But I don't hit that shot a lot. I mean, if it's, you know, it's got to be a real, for me at least, it's got to be a real certain circumstance for me to have to hit that shot. And I just don't, I don't encounter it a ton. Um, but, you know, if you're somebody who plays in, you know, firmer conditions and you, and you do have, you know, shots like that fairly often, this, you know, I, I don't know that this is going to be the most forgiving wedge for that shot. But um, out of the out of the bunker, Really easy. I mean, the the sole, like I said, is wide when you open it up, but the effective bounce really does raise up. I mean, there's a lot of sole there, so it floats easily through the bunker. Uh, you know, if you're playing concrete bunkers like hole 12, it doesn't really help you. But uh, if you're playing traditional sand, uh, you know, even light fluffy sand, this, the, the thing's going to float really well. Uh, you know, you don't have to worry about, you know, if you do hit behind the ball just a, a little bit more than you wanted to out of the bunker, it's still going to, you know, still going to float through. You should still probably get that ball up and out. Um, now the, you know, the, the, the center of gravity that, that was, you know, supposed to make it more accurate. Uh, I didn't notice anything different compared to my Vokey, <clears throat> excuse me. You know, I kind of was hitting those kind of side by side because I'd kind of just gotten those as well. And I mean, those have a similar technology where the, the center of gravity is in front of the face, you know, in the center of it. So with these two, I think the accuracy was pretty, pretty much the same. Uh, and in terms of swinging them, my Vokies feel a little heavier, but again, different shaft, uh, you know, and the head design, but 
it's it, you know in terms of of being accurate and and squaring the club up both of them worked really well there wasn't a, a huge difference that i noticed between the two um, both are easy to square up they're they're you know if you put a decent swing on it it's going towards your target um now spin spin on these was was actually pretty good i mean it's got uh it's interesting you know they have their quad cut grooves which i think mizuno's been doing for a little while now um they uh you know and they've got a, a kind of a now a vertical milling to uh what do they call it? it it's got a name to it i'm trying to f- uh, find it again the the hydroflow micro groove so it's got like a vertical milling into the uh into the face and it's supposed to help kind of disperse more moisture so when you're hitting you know a ball out of the rough or playing in wet conditions whatever you'll get more consistent spin uh, these actually spun really well i was uh, i was pretty impressed i think they're they're really close to the vokies uh in terms of spin uh, i would say uh out of the rough uh, the, the Vokey might, you know, they're pretty similar on a, on a tight lie. I, I would say maybe the Vokey's check just a, a hair faster uh, from what I noticed. But out of the rough, they're really similar. Um, I didn't play in anything crazy wet. Um, excuse me. My rounds, uh, nothing was, even my morning rounds that I, morning round that I played with, I, I, it wasn't exceptionally dewy or anything like that. So I can't say that it's a whole lot better in wet. I would say that it's not any worse. You know, I mean, in terms of spin, you're not going to, uh, you know, it's not going to, perform any worse uh, in, in that condition. Uh, and then the nice thing is it, it is consistent. I mean, they say with that center of gravity, it's supposed to offer, you know, more consistent spin. You know, it, it was cons- it was predictable and consistent. So when you, you know, you had a shot of the rough uh, and you, you know, needed to hit it X amount of yards, you knew it was going to hit and it was going to release and you played for it. And it was pretty easy to judge. Uh, off a tight lie, same thing. Uh, you know, a fairway lie. When you hit it, you knew it was going to check up quick. So you, you had to hit it kind of closer to the hole. And every time you did it, it pretty much was, you know, it, you got a similar result. So uh, very consistent. Uh, like I said, spin was was probably close to on, on, you know, on par with the Vokies. I would say I'd give the nod to the Vokey maybe uh, with a, uh, you know, off the tight lies. But other than that, I think they, they spun really well. I still think this year that uh, the RTX uh, zip course spin the most, uh, especially out of, you know, out of the rough. They, they probably spin the most of, of anything I've hit this year. But uh, th- this and the Vokies were, were probably right behind it. Um, but again, this this thing had uh, it was it was a really good wedge. I, I was shocked at uh, at how well it played. Um, you know, like I said, spin out of the green was uh, around the green was really good. Uh, it was just an easy to control wedge. I mean, the the higher toe definitely gives you for some forgiveness out of the rough if you're you know going to play the, the shot a little open uh, or out of the bunker, whatever you know if you catch it higher on the face, which you tend to do with those open face shots. You know, like I said, either out of the bunker or the rough, you get a little more forgiveness out of it. You still carry a little bit of spin. Um, so that, you know, much like the high toes that Callaway makes and, uh, and Wilson and, uh, Taylor made and everybody else, you definitely, you know, get a little more forgiveness on that shot. And this, this had that kind of the same thing. Now it doesn't have the grooves all the way to the toe. So, you know, if you do catch it really high and off the toe, you'll still, you know, you'll still kind of clunk one out of there and it'll come out knuckleballed, uh, and either, you know, won't go anywhere. Or, <laughs> uh, but, you know, like I said, for, for a lot of shots like that, you do have more mass. So uh, it does help get that uh, that ball onto the green when you when you kind of slide under it more than than you expected. But yeah, ES21, really good. Um, like I said, I, I would expect the wide sole version uh, to be better out of the bunker for people who really need it, you know, have more float. Uh, and again, the same thing. I think it would be one of those clubs that it'd be great for square shots, it's not going to be a, an amazing club for, you know, opening the face and playing these, you know, Phil Mickelson flop shots. Uh, it's just got just got too much soul for that wide, you know, that wide soul version is going to have too much, too much soul for that. But uh, the ES-21 is really good. And like I said, if you're somebody who, you know, is kind of a, a Mizuno 
um, you know, Mizuno loyalist and think, hey, man, it's a multiple piece thing. It's not going to feel as good as my, you know, my single piece forgings, whatever. Uh, I'd, I'd, I'd say try it because I think you're going to be really surprised at how good and soft that uh, this, this wedge feels. So um, definitely a, a forgiving wedge uh, out there, but still allows you to hit, you know, almost all the shots that you need to. So if you're looking for a little more forgiveness uh, in a wedge, but still want great feel uh, and all that, you know, the, the ES21 is, is really something to, worth trying. So I was pleasantly shocked by it. Uh, so it's, uh, it, it was, you know, like I said, much better than I thought. But uh, ES21, that or the Wide Soul, check them out. I think they make a ton of different, uh, a, a ton of different uh, lofts, just like everything else. I think they go from, uh, you know, oh, they go from 54 to 62 uh, on it, which uh, you know is is pretty good. I mean, they, so it's not really made for, you know, the 50s. It's not made as a gap wedge or whatever. Which I think actually, if you rounded it out a little bit, it'd be kind of a great gap wedge or so, just because that face is a little hotter and it and it goes, but. Uh, yeah, they've got uh, anything, you know, 54 all the way to 62, which uh, in one degree bounce options, 54, 55, 56, 57, 58. Yeah, okay, so, I mean, they've got 57, 58, or 56, 57, 58, 59, 60, and 60. Oh, they do have a 61. Wow. So they have basically every loft from 54 to 62. So if there's something to look to, to get into your bag, uh, they've got it. You know, your, your gapping is going to be perfect. So. Uh, that's pretty crazy. I just looked at that and I was just like, I, I didn't realize they were making all that, uh, um, you know, all those lofts, which is kind of crazy. So yeah, check those out. They're uh, definitely better than than expected. So so we go from there from wedges, which it seems like I've been hitting a lot of wedges lately. Wedges and shafts this year have been been huge. So I think uh, I got to get into more, maybe some more irons next year or something like that. But uh, <clears throat> more drivers, things like that. But uh, we'll, we'll worry about that, I guess. As the stuff starts get to getting released, hopefully I'll uh, get some drivers and stuff, uh, be able to hit some of the new new stuff that's all coming out and starting to be released, which is pretty cool. Uh, but the next thing is not a wedge, finally. It's not a wedge. Uh, but I was actually hitting the the new uh, Homna TR series. So uh, the Homna TR series, if you saw it, there was the TR20 uh, from last year, uh, and now the Fairway and Hybrid is the TR21. So those just just got released, and the TR series is basically more of a, a player series. So you know, Homna makes a a handful of of clubs, but the basically the the TR series is more of their their better player. I mean, they'll go from let's let's call it a mid handicap down. Uh, they they've got a lot of single point piece forging forged irons, a little more traditional shaped uh, drivers with adjustability. Uh, all that where they're what is the name of the other line the it's the oh geez why can't i remember the name now i gotta look i gotta look at it now to see what the more forgiving line is because i can't remember what it's called oh the xp xp god why, how did i forget that but the xp1 is kind of more of their uh you know forgiveness line meant for a little you know mid to higher handicappers uh you know and like i said the trs is there and then there's the, that berets series which is kind of the ultimate with gold and all sorts of crazy tech and lightweight and easy to hit and all that so but the tr series uh is has been really good for a few years i know that uh i know a handful of people who played uh played the irons and uh you know and the wedges and things like that but uh yeah the new uh hybrid and fairway the tr 21s uh, just came out they were just uh released we just took out photos of them and stuff on the site and of course, I snagged a four wood and the uh, four hybrid to go 
take out and play. So um, I'll start with the uh, the hybrid. The hybrid shape wise, I really like it. Uh, it's probably so. I've been playing the Callaway. I've been playing the. I was playing originally the Tour Edge EXS Pro. Uh, that just came out. I really liked that. It kind of had that chunkier, deep face, kind of smaller head that I tend to like in a hybrid. I, I don't want it. Ra- I don't. I don't want a utility iron, but I also don't want a fairway wood. I want something in between. Uh, so I was playing that. And then I moved on to the the Maverick uh, Pro because it launched a little higher, landed a little softer, uh, and then I've been playing that pretty much you know the remainder of the year. And then the TR21 came out, and I and, and I really like the Maverick Pro. Looks pretty good. I, I like it. It's got a little more rounded shape to it. Uh, the you know the EXS Pro is, is a little more uh, squared off. The Maverick Pro is definitely more rounded. Uh, it's got you know just overall rounded. I mean, whether it's the 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 shape of the face, whether it's the 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 top line view, it's just a more rounded club. The TR21. They'll call it a utility. I mean, I call it a hybrid, but the the TR twenty one UT definitely has a little. It's kind of a mix of the two. It's got a little more squared off toe. The back is still really rounded. Uh, the leading edge, I think, looks really great. The way they painted the top line, it looks square to slightly open. So for for me, the four is twenty one degree. Uh, I set it in the the open position to lower the loft a degree to get it to twenty because that's kind of where my my sweet spot is for for my three hybrid. And it looks open. Uh, it's got a deep enough face where you're going to be able to hit it off the tee, but it's also not crazy deep where you you know you can't hit it off the fairway. Um, but yeah, the look of it's phenomenal. Um, it's got that. Uh, it's kind of like Callaway, where the adjustability, the shaft doesn't rotate, which is awesome. Uh, now their their adjustment thing is a little more confusing than others. There's a little sleeve that rotates around the bolt to adjust. Uh, so it's a little interesting. They've got their own unique tool to to set it, which is kind of interesting. Like you can't just, you can use other wrenches to tighten it down. It's the same size hex bolt or a Torx bolt. It's just, unfortunately, there's a little sleeve that has a, a groove in it that you have to rotate over to, you know, if you want it more flat, you want it more upright, you want it closed. And it's a little harder to do if you don't have the exact tool. Uh, I found that out the first time when I had it on the course and I literally just had my Callaway tool or wherever it was. Uh, and I had to like hold my finger in a position and all that. I mean, I got it, got it locked in, but it was definitely not the optimal situation. So if you're, uh, if you do have any, uh, on the clubs, definitely keep your tool ret handy. If you're, if you're an adjuster like I am, but I love the fact that the shaft doesn't rotate when you switch it. You know, when you go to, to switch a setting, uh, you can play a, a rib grip or like a golf pride line grip, and it's always going to be in the same position, which is awesome. Uh, or if you're somebody who's really picky about uh, graphics uh, for your shaft, uh, you know, definitely doesn't rotate. So it, it's pretty awesome. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, these things are, I mean, they're packed full attack. They've got a variable, you know, thickness face. They got a big old, uh, you know, slug of weight kind of in the middle, you know, in the sole of it uh, to kind of help get the ball up. And then they've got like a, a, a much thicker kind of, I guess internally it's ribbed uh, for strength, but uh, it's got a bunch of tech into it uh, as well. And then it's got a 12 gram uh, weight in the center of it that is, I guess, removable. I don't, I haven't contacted Homna. I don't know if you can buy new weights if you're, you know, going to play it short or, you know, put a, a different shaft in it and need to get the swing weight up. For me, I, it's, I, I put in a 95 gram shaft. So it comes with a, uh, their own uh, Vizard. TR20 65 shaft, which is like a 65 gram shaft. Um, I, I, I just, you know, there's nothing, everybody's got their own preferences in terms of weight. For me, 
uh, that's a little light. So for a hybrid, I typically play my stuff around 85 to 90 grams. So I, I took that out and I had another shaft lined up and it, <laughs> so I pulled the shaft, uh, you know, got everything cleaned out, got the adapter cleaned out, ready to go. And two things to warn you, if you're going to reshaft one of these or the fairway, uh, I found out from both, uh, one, they use their own ferrule, which is outside diameter, much larger than any ferrule that I have in my collection. So know that when you go to shaft that you may not have a ferrule big enough uh, and you may have an interesting look on your hands. Uh, and two, the hybrids are 355 taper tip. So I had a, uh, I was going to put a Nippon Ghost shaft in there that I had and it's 370, so it doesn't fit. So if you have a graphite shaft, like uh, like my, my Ventus Blue is, is going to go in there probably today. Uh, I'll probably do that this afternoon. But if you're going to do uh, shaft these up, just be warned that the hybrids are 355 taper. They're not 370. So if you're, you know, you're going to buy one and you're planning on, you know, pulling some shaft out of another hybrid, just know that it, it's, it's either not going to fit or if it's graphite, you may have to sand it down, uh, which may or may not be uh, available depending on the shaft. So, but it's, it's something to know uh, going forward that it's, it's 355 taper for the, the hybrid, which I was shocked with. So um, I had everything prepped, ready to go and went to test fit it. And the ghost just got it about, uh, you know, wait quarter of an inch in and that was it. It was over. So, uh, like I said, I, so what I did was I had a, uh, a Fujikura pro 95, uh, shaft laying around that I had not installed. It's just a, a 370, uh, 40, what is it? 40 inch or 42 inch, uh, two iron blank. So it's an iron shaft. And I took that and, uh, sanded it down uh, because those are made to be sanded down to to taper tip. Sanded it down, uh, installed that, cut it, and all that. So so it was fine. I got something a little heavier, a little more, uh, you know, built for me uh, in there. But like I said, it's it's definitely an interesting build uh, when it comes to to these these hybrids. Now the, the fairway's fine. You just have to worry about the ferrule. That that's too big. It's three uh, three thirty five standard wood shaft, which is no big deal. Um, but yeah, so the hybrid uh, got that out and. Excuse me. And we uh, and the first thing I noticed with that is now one, it's it's different shaft compared to my Maverick Pro, which has the the Ventus HB uh, nine, and this has the ninety five. So I mean, they're similar weights. Uh, definitely TR twenty one launches high, but it still goes. Like I, I was kind of shocked at how high it went. Um, it's probably got a little more left in it than than Maverick Pro. Uh, the you know the the first couple shots I hit definitely. I mean I hit it left the target anyway. So I mean it. it probably isn't necessarily the club, uh, but it's got a little more left in it than, than the Maverick Pro, but I wouldn't say it's crazy left uh, or anything like that. What I'll probably do is is when I hot melt it, when I put the Ventus in there, check the swing weight. If I have to hot melt it, I'll probably to- toss a little hot melt into the toe. <clears throat> I know it's probably not enough to really change bias, but I'll, uh, I'll probably do that. Uh, but it really has a, it has a good sound to it. Uh, it's, it's kind of at that, you know, a little more metallic ping to it when you hit it solid. And, uh, apologize there that's my uh, daughter throwing stuff around on the, on the above me um but uh but the feel is really solid and it it honestly uh has pretty pretty good ball speed uh i would say it's pretty forgiving when you hit it you know toe heel a little high in the face whatever uh you still get some good carry out of it i, w- I was pretty impressed with that uh like i said i love the shape uh, i think the turf interaction for the sole is really good the, the maverick pro might be slightly better because it is kind of smooth and rounded this uh, you know, it has it, it's pretty smooth. It's got a little more texture to it, but I think overall, uh, it's got t- good turf interaction. It gets through the turf pretty well. 
Uh, out of the rough, it, it's actually a tough, a touch smaller, so I think it actually gets to the rough just maybe even a hair easier. And with that cutout for the uh, for the hosel, uh, I think it, it gets to the rough maybe a touch easier than, than Maverick Pro does. But overall, just uh, I mean, it's really like I said, long uh, all that. I'm gonna throw Ventus Blue in it, uh, you know, just because I think that would lower the launch to f- a little bit. It'll kind of flatten it out a touch, uh, and it's still you know be be really long. So uh, hitting it into uh, you know hitting into the green, whether it's you know off the tee on a par uh, par three, whether it's you know a long par five or whatever, uh, it definitely lands soft. Uh, it, you know, it, every hybrid has some some release to it, I guess, unless you're some crazy high spin player, but. It's uh, uh, but it lands soft, and you you should be able to hold the green pretty easily with it. Um, I like I said, I, I really like it there in terms of, of of look, and I like the launch of it. And like I said, I think hitting it, you know, maybe just a touch flatter with uh, uh, the Ventus, which will probably offer just a little less left to it as well, will be a great option. Um, so I, I really like that TR twenty one. Like I said, the the hybrid the Ventus is going in there probably today, <clears throat> and then uh, the the fairway. I actually grabbed the four wood because. Uh, they, you know, they send in the three wood, the four wood, the five wood, and the seven wood. And uh, I know our, our own Ryan Brath is extremely excited about the seven wood. Uh, and to be honest, the seven wood looks really good. I've never seen a seven wood that I've liked. You know, I've never seen a seven wood that I would actually put in play. Like, they just, to me, they all look shut, or you see so much face, so much loft, that I just don't like them. Uh, but this one actually, it doesn't look bad. It actually looks pretty square. Uh, and I bet if you set it in the open position, it would actually look kind of open. Uh, you still see too much face for my eye, but overall, I like the shape of it. Uh, but the, the TR21, the, the four wood I grabbed because I've been, I've been hitting sub uh, Callaway sub zero, uh, Maverick sub zero, uh, all year. And I just don't, I don't hit it really high. It goes a long way. Uh, and off the tee, it's great. But off the turf, like into long par fives, it, it definitely is something that I, I've got to, I've, you know, I've got to lay it up short. I mean, like I have that type of game, but it's one of those things where it, it does release a ton because I don't hit it real high. Um, it's it's just not something where you know I feel super confident getting it into the green uh, and holding the green. Not that I do it a whole lot, but but the few times uh, that I do, uh, the TR twenty one definitely launches. So I was like, let me think of it the four wood. It's sixteen and a half degrees. Add a little loft. I'll hit it a little higher. It'll be you know that'll be perfect. Uh, and you know, sure, you may lose a couple yards, but if you're hitting it higher and more consistent, hey, why not? Um, so I grabbed the the four wood instead, and then I actually am, am gonna. So I played it stock four wood, uh, and again, I pulled that shaft out as well because <laughs> again, it was like a sixty five you know sixty five gram uh, you know Vizard shaft, and I've heard actually really good things about the Vizards, but um, it's just yeah, I think it's fifty grams, but I was just like it's just too light. So uh, but anyway, so I pulled that out uh, and I took it out and hit that. And off the, you know, the shape of it's great. It's a little more compact looking than Sub-Zero. When you set them down, it's probably the hair smaller footprint, a little deeper face than Sub-Zero. Uh, but overall, the look is really good. I really like it. like the hybrid. It's got that, that a, a nice metallic sound. Um, I may toss some hot meld into it anyway, but uh, it's got a good, good sound to it. Uh, the heel and toe miss hits are, are pretty good. Uh, I would say the Sub-Zero may have it beat slightly just because it's a little longer heel to toe. But overall, uh, it's great off the tee because the face is a little deeper uh, for a four wood. But it's still, you know, shallow enough you can hit it off the the turf pretty easily. Uh, off the turf, I've noticed it launches way higher. Uh, actually, both shots. I mean, it launches way higher. But off the turf is is huge uh, difference compared to Maverick Sub Zero. Uh, you know, and, and granted, it's four wood compared to three wood, which you know is a de- degree and a half, which you know I, I wouldn't say is an absolute ton, but it's definitely noticeable. Um, it's it's definitely again got a little more neutral to slightly draw bias uh, than than Sub Zero did. I, I tend to 
uh, hit a little more of a draw with the TR21 than I do the Maverick Sub-Zero. Uh, but the, like I said, the look is phenomenal. It feels really good. Um, and honestly, when you hit it on the screws, it goes a long way. Uh, on the 17th hole when, on, on St. Clair Shores, it was like a 290 uh, you know, maybe it's 300 total to the center of the green, but uh, it's a really short, it's like the easiest hole in the course. And I don't typically hit driver there just because if you do miss it right, you can hit it OB into some condos. And if you hit it left, uh, there's a bunch of trees out there. Uh, so if I try to hit, you know, fairway uh, or even hybrid sometimes just to keep it in play. Because, uh, I mean, even if you hit, a, you hit a good hybrid, you still got, you know, pitching wedge, you know, maybe a nine iron if the wind's blowing, whatever. I mean, it's pretty, uh, it, it's a pretty short hole. And hitting, you know, TR-21 there, which was the, the I think the, was that the second time I hit it? I think it was the second time I hit it. Um, I hit a little more draw. I hit it into the kind of the left rough uh, up there, but I was way up. I mean, I was there, uh, the same spot that I hit Maverick Sub-Zero to when I hit good shots uh, in terms of distance. I only had, you know, maybe 60 yards uh, into the grand thing. When I lasered it, I had 64. Uh, and the other time I had 61 or something like that. I, I, I played that hole twice. Um but hitting it all over the course, I mean, hitting it off the turf uh, definitely gets up in the air a lot easier. Uh, I probably, like I said, overall distance, I mean, I think the Maverick goes a little farther because it is lower uh, and it, it comes out, you know, hotter. This thing gets up in the air. But I think getting it into the green, uh, I'll definitely be able to hold some more greens with uh, with the forward, the TR21 forward. Uh, and, again, I'm going to take Ventus, Ventus Red and put it in there. Uh, just so I can kind of really apples to apples it. But I think, again, it's just going to be a similar similar thing where it's going to go higher. It's going to be easier to hit. It's going to land a little softer. Uh, it does have weights that there's one kind of in the front of the, the club on the sole and one in the back. Um, and one's a 12-gram and one's, I think, a 2-gram. Uh, actually, let me check. Um, yes, we have 12 grams and three grams. So it's slightly off. Uh, so the, the, the 12 gram, you move it to the back, uh, you get a little more, you get a bunch more forgiveness, but you also launch a little higher. You move it forward, a little lower launch, uh, and you know, you get a less for- forgiveness, but lower launch, lower spin. Uh, I've, I've, you know, I've got that in the Maverick Sub-Zero. I didn't notice a huge difference there. <clears throat> Here, actually, I, I noticed a little difference. I did move it up just to try it. Cause I, I, I hit one of the shots off the tee. Like I kind of ballooned it and it was, <clears throat> Thinking about it, it was more me. It was I kind of flipped my hands at impact and kind of added some loft, so that was on me. But putting the moving the the front weight forward, it definitely does lower it a little bit. Uh, the ball flight, I noticed that it was a little flatter. Nothing crazy, but uh, but it hit a little flatter uh, compared to the, uh, the the weight setting being the back. Uh, but I'll leave it back just because you know the forgiveness side of it is is uh, is where I I look for everything in my game. So um, you know I'm gonna I'm probably gonna set this thing open. So I'm going to lower the loft just a little bit uh, just to maybe get a few more yards out of it because it launches high enough where I can do that. <clears throat> and then uh, I'm going to put that Ventus Red in there uh, to try it out. So I think the Sub-Zero might get retired. We'll find out uh, this weekend. Uh, I'm going to play it, uh, you know, like I said, a handful of times. And especially when I play on Sunday, I hit a lot of fairway woods down at uh, down at Bella Vista, the course near my uh, my parents' cottage. So it's going to be interesting to, to hit that there and, and get it all over the course. But initially, I'm really liking, I like how it looks. Again, like I said before, the hybrid, it's got the adjustable sleeve on it. I like the fact that the shaft doesn't rotate. Um, <clears throat> when you set it in there, that's the way it is. So you don't have to worry about your grip or uh, or shaft graphics or anything like that, that rotating, which is awesome. But uh, like I said, if you're looking for, you know, kind of a traditional looking fairway that's really, you know, looks a little more compact, um, you know, the the TR series and, and, and launches a little higher. You know, if you're looking for something that kind of gets up in the air a little quicker, uh, you know, the TR21 series is, is really good. And like I said, it's got a bunch of ball speed. They said distance wise, I, I hit it just as far as, uh, as Sub-Zero, which was pretty long. Um, 
you know, it's it, it's definitely hangs with anything, but it's got a great look to it, and, and it's got a good sound and feel. I might toss a little hot melt in there just to quiet it a touch, but, uh, you know, the sound it makes right now, I, I, I don't mind at all. It's, like I said, just a, a little bit of a ping, and, uh, you know, but it's responsive. So that's, uh, you know, the TR-21s I think are great. If you go, if you go to hanmagolf.com, you can kind of check them out. They, uh, but they're really good. Like I said, check out our photos on golfwrx.com. They're on the, the front page. I, I took all the photos, so you should have uh, good photos of <laughs> at address and all that, how they look. Um, I would say the only knock to it is, you know, their, their shaft options, uh, which are those wizards, are, are pretty lightweight. I, I didn't see anything like when you go in there and you look at kind of their custom, uh, custom options, or at least the, the shafts that they kind of offer. Um, there's really nothing crazy heavy like it looks like everything's kind of that 50 to 65 grams uh so if you're somebody who wants you know a uh, a shaft that that you know has some weight to it um it doesn't seem like it's something that that they they really offer stock uh maybe it's something that they, you can get uh, as, as an upcharge but uh i mean they well i guess they do make an fd uh the tier 21 the fd uh they make it in a 75 and an 85 uh gram which would be nice but uh so they make a couple options, but the stock one is, is pretty light. So um, it'd be something you definitely have to custom order. But but like I said, both of them are really good. I'm, I'm really liking both. I want to get the irons out because the, the TR21X looks really awesome too. It's like a hollow body iron, so I'll probably try to take that out soon. But um, the hybrid and fairway, I uh, really like it so far. Hybrid's probably going to go in the probably go in the bag. Uh, like I said, I'll get a lot of work with it this weekend, and we'll, we'll make sure. But uh, I think that might go in the bag. And uh, overall, just uh, really impressed with uh, with both pieces. So. So yeah, so that's uh, I think all I got this week. I've got some cool stuff coming. I know I teased something on Instagram. If you don't follow me on Instagram at tg2wrx, but I teased kind of a small box that is not a shaft box or not a club box, which is interesting. Um, but I've got something kind of cool that some people are going to love. Other people are going to think it's you know stupid. I'm fine. I don't care. I think it's pretty cool. Uh, I got that coming. That'll be next week, uh, as well as uh, some pretty cool epon wedges uh, that I'm finishing up uh, hitting. Um, and I think I have a, a, a set of iron shafts that I can't talk about yet and some other stuff as well. So some cool stuff coming. But uh, so if you, if you can subscribe, whatever platform you're on, wherever you're listening to, uh, if you could subscribe, that'd be awesome. Uh, if you could, you know, leave a five star review. I mean, I know it's stupid to say that, but I mean, honestly, it, it does help with uh, the analytics and helping the show grow. So, um, yeah, but uh, hopefully you guys have a great weekend, play some golf and uh, we'll talk to you next week.